Okay, podcast started in three, two, one. How's it going, everyone? This is the Millennial Made Sports Podcast. I really have to abbreviate that, otherwise I know I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> you struggle week after week with this. Words are hard, all right? Clearly, I, I can see that with the blue all right, well, we're going to kick things off right away because I've been wanting to talk about this game. Um, it's the Tennessee versus Jaguars. Tennessee won 30-9, but Derrick Henry was the story, having a rush of 99 yards, totaling out for 238 and four touchdowns and only 17 carries. That 99-yard run was a grown man run. This is what we've been wanting out of Derrick Henry. Since this is what we thought he was yeah. going to be. As soon as they were like, all right, no more DeMar- DeMarco Murray, we were like, oh, only Derrick Henry? This is exactly what we're going to see every game. And it took him all the way until, what, week 14? Yeah, he, and this is what he did in the playoffs last year, too. This is one of the reasons why I had such a good feeling about him, but was also scared about him. Yeah, and this is why I'm going off of my whole, my whole theme this week is, this past week was football is broken. Football is incredibly broken. <laughs> Football is broken because not only that, um, Cody Kessler outplayed Mariota. Yeah. Like, to a T. Well, I uh, outplayed him. Luck, yeah, Mariota didn't really have to do much. He didn't, but Cody Kessler still outplayed him. And not only that, Fournette was held. The 36 yards. That's not that's not normal. So I'm starting to pick on a chain with Tennessee. They can only and win at home. They're five and one at home. Yeah, that means they're two and five away. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like the only good Tennessee we get is really only at home. Which they only have two games left. Well, two games out of three at home isn't bad, actually. Oh, they could, uh, they could maybe sneak into the playoffs. I'm, I'm curious if they can because I don't see the Colts letting it happen. Oh, it's a big maybe. Yeah, I don't see the Colts letting it happen, and the Colts also own no Titans own the tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you do. No, no, the Colts no, on the tiebreaker because they beat them thirty-eight to ten. That's right. Do it again. So Colts, Colts on the tiebreaker, but they do play the Giants. Mm-hmm. They do play the Redskins, and then they play the Colts. So honestly, that last game could determine their season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to say those next two are for sure things with them, but they should be for sure things. They should win one. They should win them both, but knowing the Titans, they might get blown out by the Redskins. Knowing knowing the Giants, they might get blown out by the Giants. Yeah, but that would be less surprising. I mean, that would be more in Titan way to lose to the uh, Redskins than beat yeah, the Giants. Yeah, it would be because clearly they, they've lost to some very – very strange. They have some very strange losses. Yeah, and this was a Jaguars team that held the Colts to zero, and that was a, a Colts team that was coming off hot, and then it just get bum-fucked by the Titans. Dude, that... Derrick Henry ran so hard that on that 99-yard run, mm-hmm. he waited 
through the linebacker to catch up to him just so he could stiff arm him. Stiff arm the shit and, out of him. And then throw him across his body and keep running. Yeah. This... He slowed down for the linebacker. Come on, man. Come on. Keep up a little bit. Come on. And here, take this off. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. That's a crazy – that was a, hands down the best run I've seen since that Marshawn Lynch run. Yeah. Yeah. The 99 yards. He literally couldn't do any more. Yeah, very true. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, and next going to the other divisional one in that round, the Colts beat the Texans, ending their winning streak. That was a good game. 24-21. Yes, it was. Uh, pretty much Andrew Luck just had a bit of a vendetta in him. I don't know. Him These and division T-Y, games are always tough. Nine receptions for 199 yards. Yeah, and, like, it's not like – Houston played bad. This was just a great game overall. Um, I think Houston could have ran the ball better, but yeah, what it is, what it is. Yeah, and Eric Ebron tying the franch or breaking the franchise record for touchdowns by a tight end. Who held it? Was that Dallas Clark? Yeah, it was Dallas Clark. But yeah. uh, God, could you imagine Ebron with someone like Matthew Stafford? Dude, it's, <laughs> it's so crazy to think about that he was considered like a uber bust. Yeah, so underused, and now he's considered top ten tight end. Moving, dude, you can consider him a top five. I tight end I, I want to, I really do, but it, something this I'm, year's stats alone, he is a oh, top three this, tight end. Yeah, and, going forward, I will. I want to. I'll say top ten. But uh, I'm still, we'll see. You, we're a little hesitant about his past, but that could have just been Detroit's a bunch of fucking idiots, or Stafford hates tight ends. I think Stafford just hates that. That might be it too, because every tight end that goes there pretty much dies. Yeah, this is. It's been an exciting year for the AFC South, except for Jaguars, um, which can wait. They win when they want to win. Mm-hmm. They ended the Colts. Colts were what four in a row, five in a yeah. row, and then beat the Colts, blanketed them. So, who knows? It's uh, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, Texans probably for sure have they do have the playoff spot. Yeah, um, at nine and four, they're two games ahead. Mm-hmm. I would I would assume with three games, yeah, they're gonna win. And I think they play Jacksonville once more, which is kind of a give me win at this point. Yeah, and, and uh, so, yeah, it could be exciting next couple of years with the Texans, Colts, and Titans. And I might even throw Jacksonville back in there, too. I think they could turn yeah, things around. Yeah, if, if they get a quarterback, yeah, it helps. That might yeah. become the toughest division. It, it hands on will be very rough to do. But, like, yeah, they play the Jets. That's an easy one for Houston, in my opinion. Yeah. Eagles will be a tough win because uh, they're on the road. They're in Philly, so that will be tough. But then they're at – they're, they face Jacksonville in the season mm-hmm. at home. So I think they have that division a little more locked up. Right. Unless Deshaun Watson blows out his knee again. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Where's the wood? Where's the wood? <laughs> and, uh, oh, for the love of God, where's the wood? Darius Leonard uh, making a great case for defensive rookie of the year. He had a sack, 12 tackles, nine of them solo. Yeah, I think he is. And And everyone – it was funny because everyone was scratching their head at that pick. They're like, who the hell is this guy? And uh, Chris Ballard knew who he was. Dude, because for the love of God, we all knew 
the Colts needed offensive line and defense, and that's exactly what they went out and got, and it's showing. Two uh, starter in Quentin Nelson, and then they got the right tackle, too. I'm drawing a blank on his name, though. Me, too. But, um, yeah, they. Uh, I was a little iffy on the class, too, just because I didn't really know Darius Leonard at the time, just because he's from South Carolina State, but I did love the pick of Quentin Nelson, and I really like the Heem Hines pick too, but in all those, every pick is pretty much working out for him. Wait, South Carolina State? Who else? Was Chubb at South Carolina State? No, no. Chubb was at North Carolina State. North Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah, South Damn. Carolina State's like a D2 thing. Gotcha. Okay. I think they're D2. They're not mainstream. So maybe like, um, I think it's the term is Division One Double A. Yeah, I think it was yeah. that. So gotcha. yeah, it's a little unknown. If they they give, um, I would say next year probably draft a receiver for luck and pro- uh, another pass defense person. And yeah, but it, the downside is there's no fucking body at receiver. No, luckily, like most of these guys coming out of college are are. Tier two, which they already have a tier one and TY, so it's not a huge need, but I think it's it will... still a need. It, it, more the more weapons you can get, Andrew Luck, the better. Yeah, because you got the the old line finally figured out, and defense has some great building pieces. Yeah, I agree. And there's so much that you can do with it. I just think they, the more you help Andrew Luck out, the better your football team's gonna be. Yeah, and another team that needs to help their quarterback in the draft next year, even though they got the win, was Green Bay Packers being the Falcons 34-20. to they, they gave Aaron Jones the ball, and it, it paid off. It, it wasn't as exciting as an offense performance as I was hoping it would be. Like I was expecting Aaron Rodgers to come out and be like, hey, no, more McCarthy, I'm going to throw five touchdowns. No, but this is, again, where we go to football's a little broken. Yeah. Because even though they won, this wasn't Aaron Rodgers' best game still. He still hasn't had a great game this year. Mm-hmm. And then also, the Atlanta Falcons are broken. Yeah. They're, they're, there's going to be some cleaning out probably going on. For the love of God, Julio should have had a day with them. The, he, he should have had a day with the Packers. And don't get me wrong. Eight catches, 106 yards, and two touchdowns is a day, but that ain't that ain't a day for Julio. That's just a normal stroll in the park. <laughs> he should have had a day with the Packers. Even and even then, I thought if they would have more of like a day two because they were down early. Well, and a lot of that was garbage time too when the Packers were up by like 21 points. Yeah. So like my thing is, when they were down early, when they were down two touchdowns early, I was like, oh yeah. It's definitely this is the time right here. It's Julio time. This offense is about to come alive because they're gonna abandon a run. They're just gonna just throw it down their throats, and it really didn't happen until the fourth quarter. Yeah, and football's broken. Football's broken, and football's broken because the Giants beat the Redskins forty to sixteen. And what the <laughs> fuck was that? Saquon. Uh, had 11 care or 14 carries for 170 yards and one touchdown and a 70 yard run, 78 yard run. Did you see the tweet I sent you right before? The yes, how he was talking up his O line. Dude, he practically told them, "Hey, if you keep doing this, I'm eventually gonna beat a safety, 
And yeah, we'll take the five yards we get, but eventually I'm going to beat a safety and we're going to score. Yeah. And sure enough, it happens. Eli Manning had three touchdowns, but they were kind of little dump-off touchdowns. After Saquon did work. Yeah, like... Uh, goddamn Giants. Eight. Like, don't get me wrong. I think they're doing what I what I said last week that they're going to do is it'll make it more understandable to draft a quarterback at five through eight in the draft. But, dude... They're now show like they practically just went out and go, yeah, we could still win games. We just haven't been winning. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a weird second half for them. Uh, now they're probably gonna have to trade up if they want that quarterback or take one of the mid range. I don't guys. think they'll have to trade up. I I personally don't think they will have to trade up. I know you think that Haskins will go number one, or like you think he's gonna be at the top of the board for number one, but I personally just don't. See it? I'm just going off history of quarterbacks going one two. Yeah, I know, but I just I just don't see it. So I think it'll stay a defensive class, and they won't need one because who's going to end up with the number all overall pick? I think Raiders, Cardinals, Cardinals or Forty ers Cardinals aren't drafting a quarterback. Forty uh, ers aren't drafting one, and who knows what the Raiders are doing? But we will talk about the Raiders in a second. I just want to talk about one more thing in this game. If I put, if I was Jay Gruden and I put in Josh Johnson, the one thing I would not do is run the read option. Oh my god! <laughs> I was so fucking pissed off when I saw that. I would do everything possible to never run the read option. Yeah, I get, I get, I get, I get to the TV and I'm just like looking. I'm like, and they're showing highlights because I was watching the Ravens game, of course. And they're showing the highlights, and I'm like, the fuck is that? It, what? <laughs> Kaepernick it, it, doesn't fit our playbook. Dude, that's the first time I was like, what the fuck was that? And they did it multiple times. It wasn't a one-time thing. You mean to tell me a quarterback at one point who could reach 24 miles an hour running can't fucking run the option? Fuck off. <laughs> that's all Kaepernick. That was his specialty was the option. Dude, as soon as I saw I was just like, what the fuck was that? Like, you shitting me? This is what you guys want to do? And throw the ball 16 times. This is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's cap. Oh, God. I, I, want, I want them to come out and just say it now. Because now you have yeah. no excuse. Because first you just said he didn't fit the play style. All right. Okay. People have made arguments that that's a fucking <laughs> lie. But now now you have to come out because you just bold-faced a lie to all <laughs> of us. You just looked all of us in the eyes as fucking four-year-old kids and said, Santa isn't real. Do you think Jay Gruden was looking up at the stance and like, fuck. <laughs> Dude, he had to. Dude, he just straight up just lied to everybody. And then as soon as they ran a play, he was just like, oh, they, I don't yeah, have that's a, not gonna... I don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I was like, you gotta be shitting me. But dude, they got the dogs beat out of them anyway. Yeah, yeah, they're probably in for a quarterback too. No, yeah, I mean, most definitely, Alex Smith's career might be in jeopardy. Yeah, that's true too. Because now he has he had an infection last week. Yeah, it's so sad. So we'll we'll see how that ever works. But Zach Zach Miller's making a comeback, so eh, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna knock it. Yeah, and next up we got the rookie quarterback battle in the Jets and Buffalo Bills, and oh my God, did Buffalo throw away that game? 
Not only that, can I just say one thing? Why is Josh Allen a quarterback? <laughs> he's a hell of a running back. Dude. That's three straight. Since he's been he, in, I think he leads the league in rushing. Probably, and not only that, um, I saw a stat. They, uh, he has beaten any three games a Vic rookie season. He has beaten his rushing. Yeah, it's in uh, a three game span. No, so you pick any three game span you want, and this three game span by Josh Allen has beaten Michael Vick. It's one of the craziest things I've seen out of a quarterback. Like, okay, 50 yards is understand a hundred off nine carries, dude. And all of them have been under 10 carries. Yeah, dude, he's never had more than 10 carries, and he is over 100 yards I mean, three games in a row. So, like, I know everyone's hate on the interceptions, but God, his, his offensive line is not protecting him, and he is like, he, he also he, has no one to throw to. No one to throw to, and Robert Foster's his top target usually, or Zay Jones, which aren't Zay Jones is a two at best. They want him, yeah. Um, and it's it's frustrating because like I know everyone's like, yeah, the turnovers, like the dude is running for his life, and he's making a rookie mistake and flicking it, just trying to make something happen. Honestly, and rookies are gonna make mistakes. But that's the thing that everybody has to realize. Mm-hmm. All of these rookies have high turnovers. They always will because they're kind of just getting thrown into it. So but, they're gonna make those turnovers because they they don't know the the pace of the game just yet or read defenses yet. But Matt is his raw talent probably. God, it's it's I would put it near Mahomes level, probably with a little bit bigger arm. Yeah, but dude, he fits a tight end so well. Yeah. He fits to be a great tight end. If the quarterback doesn't work out, yeah, but I'd put him in a fucking running back. <laughs> Just let him go. I'm surprised he doesn't throw the ball up, run out, catch it too. Yeah, because he's and doing just, it all. Oh my god! And like Darnold didn't look bad on the other side either. He he looked safe. He had that incredible touchdown. Um, Late in the game in the end zone, which yeah. he was juking and uh, got it in there. But, yeah, he's also not working with the best line or running backs or receivers. It's And he, his special teams guy, uh, Andre Roberts, just kept fucking taking it to the house. Yeah, I, that's all he needed. <laughs> and, yeah, they didn't really have Sammy working with a uh, ton of feet. Or Sammy was in the red zone a lot from his special teams. Yeah, so, like, that's why he – like, the passing yards don't show it, but he had a good game. Mm-hmm. I thought he had a real good game. And that's good to see that out of him, especially coming back off injury. So it's always good to, to see that he came back and wasn't really affected that much. Yeah, and another rookie quarterback, Baker Mayfield, beat the – and the Browns beat the Panthers 26-20. to 20. Yeah, yeah, I like how you go and the Browns because that's exactly what you needed to say, dude. That dime to Jarvis to the end zone. Did you see that? I did. I was, that was a really good pass. He he's definitely accurate. He doesn't have the biggest arm, but yeah. he's accurate. Yeah, and he did it to Perriman too, which Perriman's finally getting used on a team. Thank God. Yeah. Oh man, a nice dime to Perriman to Jarvis. Like I've ever watched this game. Like God damn it, the Browns are behind. I'm going to lose this bet. And all of a sudden, Baker just chucks it 55 yards. And I was like, 
oh shit and then he t- chucks it again to Jarvis like they're they're fighting yeah I, I don't again back to football is broken what is wrong with the goddamn Panthers yeah it's Newton made some supposedly Newton has a bad shoulder but even then have you noticed that their defense is has kind of been just falling apart yeah it used to be one of the stronger defenses Luke Keekley is and Dante Jackson are really the only two I mean and short like you can't take out short but everything else is kind of falling apart on them well I think Aaron Reed has been playing great mm-hmm. by the way but like Dude, on the outsides, like, Kevin Mullen has been struggling. Yeah. He just keeps getting beat. And Dante Jackson's only a rookie, so, like, you can't, like, put all the fucking weight on him. No, oh. I think he looks really good, I mean. Yeah, but, like, oh, shit. I, I'm trying to understand where in their defense is just holes that they just keep getting exploited. I, I uh, man, you know what's not being talked about enough is what? the lop sided ass fucking trade of Demarius Randall for Deshaun Kaiser. Oh my god. Yes. So uh Demarius yeah. Randall's natural position was safety coming out of college and the Packers had him as a corner. Browns put him back at safety and he's under the radar one of the better safeties right now. Dude. <laughs> and it just goes back to how much the Packers are just idiots. I but Dude, that trade that trade helped them a ton. I need to talk about it. Doesn't I don't get the Packers right. I'm glad McCarthy's gone and whoever's making these stupid decisions. I'm gonna start out with Casey Hayward, first them not paying him and him going to the Chargers and now being a top five, top ten corner. Then yeah. not trading or not paying Mika Hyde and now Mika Hyde's a top ten safety. Uh yep. trading uh, Randall, who's now a top 10, top 15 safety, and then trading to Haha Clinton Dix, and the Packers like, we need safety help. They're pulling a fucking Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they are, and what's crazy is this is literally, that happened over four consistent years. Yeah. They're basically Buffalo, but for defense. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, these are good players, and they keep, because they had Mika High playing in the slot corner, too, and had Hayward as a slot corner. It's like, they had the guy play their natural fucking position. <laughs> Dude, you dr- you drafted him t- for one thing. Don't try to put him at something else because he doesn't know it that well. Like, I got in certain moments, if you wanted to, like, throw him in there and be like, hey, we really need your defense. Here, here it is. This is all you got to do. Stick with this guy all the way. But consistently, you can't do that. And what works nice with having Randall, that, that allows um... – Jabril Preppers to play more of the linebacker safety hybrid instead of having to play the pure safety. Yeah, and and it gives him because he's so small too. It gives mm-hmm. him it gives him chances to blitz more, and he goes undetected on a lot of blitzes. Yeah, it's been working really good for them. So and great but too. You still got you still got another win to get. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. All right, all right. I just want you. To know, you got another win to get. Yeah, and uh, Miracle plays again with the Dolphins beating the Patriots. Oh, my God. One of the craziest endings I've ever seen to a game. And if that wasn't Bill Belichick coaching, people would want someone's head right now. Oh, dude. And what's crazy is they put Gronk back there all the time. 
for like those like Hail Mary plays. They throw Gronk back there all the time. Tell him stand at the goal line, go follow the ball, grab it if you can. He's back there all the time. The one time somebody decides, hey, uh, we can't really throw it into the end zone because Tannehill's on one leg. Pitch yeah, it. Fuck it. Let's just try this whole pitching thing again. Who are we and- going to give it to? Uh, the player that does very good when we only give him the ball five times a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, he just straight up blew it out of the water. Was just like, yeah, open. Did you see it? If you watch I watched it. If you watch slowly, like once he gets the ball, he checks behind him and he sees no one's there. And he looks forward. And I think that was his moment of clarity to go, I can fucking beat him. I can beat Brock and his. Like, he just looks forward one time towards up the field and then, like, looks back to where he needs to be. And I think that's when he, like, came to the realization, like, I can fucking beat him. And he just <laughs> turns up the field. Yeah. Kenny Stills with a great game, too, with eight receptions, 135 yards, and one touchdown. Yeah, I thought Tannehill played great. Oh, yeah, they wanted the For Patriots. a division game. Yeah, for a division game against the Patriots. I thought they played great. Mm-hmm. Brent Gore played great as much as I know you want Kenyon Drake to get the ball. Yeah, Brent Gore's averaging I, I know. I can't argue with it. I just still want it. Yeah, but you can't. No one can argue seven yards of carry. But what's fascinating about this game is the wide receiving. Is the receiving in general. So Kenny Stills has the great game, eight eight catches, 135 yards, and touchdown. Then one, 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 one. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, and no one else had more than a catch. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Like if you look on the other side, where it's the Patriots, you have eight catches, five catches, nine catches, two catches, two catches, one. You literally look at the Dolphins; it's eight catches by Kenny Stills, and everybody else has one. Yeah, it, it was a really good game for Brady too against a pretty tough. Uh... Dolphins defense. Yeah, Dolphins defense isn't bad. I would say their team is more similar to the Bills with a little more weapons. Mm-hmm. Like, great defense, but can't really move the ball well, but gets the it Patriots was, they did. It was a fun game to watch. It's also a heartbreaker to watch. Yeah, and that's probably the game of the week, and now we'll go to our runner-up game of the week. The Chiefs versus Ravens. Chiefs won 27-24. Oh, dude, fuck this game. It, it was uh, – that, that Lamar Jackson turnover was heartbreaking. But besides that, like, God, they were going back and forth with some amazing throws. And, of course, Patrick Mahomes' no-look throw, which – Which is great. Yeah. I uh, for the whole Lamar Jackson thing, I think it's just everybody has to suck it up. Like, rookies will make rookie mistakes, mm-hmm. and that's a rookie mistake. That's like a time where you do want a veteran presence of Flacco, but we're already pushing for Lamar. You just kind of kind of well, stick to that. I think you got to – I don't think the Ravens would be in these games without Lamar either. No, because that running – that rushing attack is fucking nuts. And when, when he's on – He's on. I mean, he's yes, a little inaccurate at times, but yeah. Oh, I was saying this the other day to someone. I was like, at times he flashes Vic, and you just like, oh shit, he's gonna be fucking good. And then there's times where it's like, maybe he shouldn't have come out of college. Everybody, he's like, like I, you see those, and that, that's the thing of him being a rookie is that it'll take time and to polish him off, develop him, he's in and a get him great where he needs to be. Situation too. Yeah. So. That's the thing. It's like, as much as I wanted to win this game, the rookie mistake cost us. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going yeah. up against the Chiefs. 
Oh, fuck them. They do they they dropped in my power rankings because this is the third game in a row that they they weren't necessarily on the top of their game. Cause some of those Mahomes cat like throws were pretty goddamn lucky. Because like think about it, if it like the one where he goes across field and throws all the way back across the field. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were. They were. Brett normally, Favre. that's. Yeah. That normally that's picked off, and we even see Brett Favre get picked off on it. Oh, Brett Favre so he did. was just, and and I think that's a problem with Mahomes because we saw it against the Rams, and it didn't work. Is at times when he feels pressure throughout the game, not like somebody coming on his ass, but like if he feels pressure to like win a game, he tends to chuck a ball. And I think that's his downside because it showed against the Rams. And it showed against the Ravens. The Ravens just didn't get the interceptions that the Rams got. But I've seen that but Mahomes is willing to chuck a ball. He doesn't And it's, and he doesn't it's not care. in his favor. No, yeah, it, it, it definitely shows. It, it, this year it's working out pretty good. And I, to me, he's pretty much locked up MVP. Not for me. I don't see it. But you wanna, are you still going with Breeze? I am still going with Breeze. Well, let's right now. go into that game. Breeze beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers twenty-eight to fourteen, which I don't know how Tampa lost it, but they did. It doesn't seem like the watching <laughs> it that the Saints won by fourteen, but they did. Well, we all know that the Bucks defense is hot garbage, mm-hmm. but we also know that. The Bucks also have a number one offense. But we also know that the Bucks have bad coaching. And what happens <laughs> when you have bad coaching? You let your foot off the goddamn gas at halftime, and you don't fuck score again. I would hire uh, Derek Cutter as an offensive quarter next year in a heartbeat, though. Dude. Yeah, why wouldn't you? But, oh, my God, you have to keep your foot on the pedal. Yeah, it – Breeze had an average game, and uh, Kamara and Ingram – Borderline did the same exact thing. Yeah, that's all they need. Mm-hmm. And, and again, back to normal is where it was business as usual. Me saying the Saints just had a trap game, in my opinion. Like that offense is rarely ever held ten points. Oh yeah, and it, and it went again. It, it came to show again. So See, yeah. I'll, 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 that's why I'm going to keep Breeze as my MVP. He's chucking along.
let's go to another MVP with uh, Philip Rivers beating the Bengals 26 to 21, and it shows the uh, Melvin Gordon starting to hurt having it out oh, of there. Definitely, Melvin Gordon is a top three running back for a reason. Like it, it, it's showing, but at the same time. Phil Rivers is just but being Phil Rivers. The the Bengals were able to stay in this game for a simple reason of they gave Mixon the ball. <laughs> That's all you have to do every time. <laughs> 26, 26 carries for 111 yards. Yeah, give Mixon the ball. Yeah, less Jeff Driscoll. No one gives a shit. More Mixon. No one gives a fuck about Florida quarterbacks, clearly. Even when you're down, they were giving Mixon the ball, and they made a decent comeback because of it. You know what I was thinking of? When's the last Florida quarterback you saw that was actually good? Tebow. All right, so (laughs) before that, or before or after that, let's count out Tebow. Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah, because think about it. They had Chris Leak before Tebow. He clearly sucked. I think he had a tryout with the Bears, and that was about it. Jeff Driscoll is only getting time because Andy Dalton's hurt. Dude, they haven't had, like, Florida hasn't had a lot of quarterbacks, and that's why Jeff Driscoll shouldn't be throwing a ball 27 goddamn times. Yeah, he, they just need to give it to Mixon. They're probably going to blow up the team. There's rumors that uh, they could even trade Dalton and AJ. Which Um, I don't know about the AJ one, but who's going to trade for Dalton? John Gruden. I fucking hate him if he does it. If he does, I swear to God, I will be so pissed off. I could see the John Elway trying another quarterback out instead of <laughs> drafting one. Dude, just trade for Derek Carr if, if you're fucking – if you're Denver, just trade for Derek Carr. Yeah, because going into Denver, this was supposed to be Denver's playoff run, and then Mullins and Kittle had to stop it. And I think – uh, the 49ers won 20-14, to 14, and one of the craziest first halves I've ever seen. Uh, I think I think at the end of the first half, I saw Mullins had um, 230 yards, and Kittle had 210 of those. <laughs> it's so crazy how up and down they are. For San Francisco. One game they'll go out against a shitty defense and they'll play like shit. Then they'll go out against a tough defense in Denver and just fucking torch them. God, I love Kittle. (laughs) Oh, dude, we all do. He's definitely a top 10 tight end. Oh, yeah, and he fell to the fifth round last year. Well, like, it's, it's really tough to trust anything out of Iowa. On, on, offense. on offense. It's tough to trust anything on offense out of Iowa. And uh, De- Defensive backs, take them. They are prime. Offense, yeah. But, no, Kittle's fucking playing great. Pattis had another decent game. Three for 49, a touchdown. It, this was, yeah, it's it, this was supposed to be Denver's easy win. 
And it was not. So I'm kicking Denver's playoff dreams to the side. Oh, they're going to the curb, and probably so is that coaching staff, and probably Case Keenum is always going to be a bridge quarterback now. But Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I will give Keenum a little slack after Denver traded Demarius Thomas then uh, Sanders towards Achilles. Yeah, because he has nothing now besides Corlin Sanders. That doesn't explain why Philip Lindsay was stuffed. No, it does not. But it, yeah, it kind of does. If you're, if you're going to yeah, stack you're gonna the receivers, stack you're just gonna throw, yeah, you're just going to throw eight in the box and not give a fuck. But obviously, it doesn't matter who Shanahan has as a running back because Jeff Wilson, whoever the fuck you are, Jr., had 90 yards. <laughs> they fell the ball 23 times. Yeah, so that's Burita and Wilson now and uh, Morissette, who've all had great seasons. And and two of them are hurt, and one of them finally got a chance to play. And poor Alfred Morris, because I feel like every time it's like, oh, man, it's his time. It's coming. And they're just like, eh, no. We're just going to keep you here to talk the guys up. Yeah, we need you to not only talk the guys up, but we need you active just in case, man. Just need you active every week. You're going to dress. You're going to dress. But we're not going to use you. Yeah, and off to – the Cowboys versus Eagles, 29-23 overtime, and Dak borderline handed the Eagles this game, but he's still – this was one – if the uh, if the Cowboys lost this, I want Garrett's head because they do not have a red zone game to speak of. Dak would go into the red zone and then field goal. Yeah. And, well, not only that, like – this game sucked until the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. I watched it, and I was just bored out of my mind until the fourth quarter. Things turned up then, and then also, honestly, a lucky catch <laughs> saved them. Yeah, I mean, but Cooper is looking well worth that first-round pick. Oh, definitely. Uh, on every aspect, he is. Could, ex- could you imagine um, a team with Cooper and Cleo Mack on it? Oh, because that's already what happened. Oh wait, yeah, <laughs> they, they awkward. They fed Zeke too. Zeke had twenty-eight for one hundred thirteen and twelve receptions for seventy-nine. Cooper yeah, they, there is just making everyone better. It's just helping out Zeke. Yeah, because it takes them from stacking the box, which opens up different Zeke. But then now, if they're stacking the box, tries to stop Zeke. Cooper's fucking can do damage. Yeah, all they all Dallas needs is a different quarterback and oh, a second receiver. They're keeping Dak. They're, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna ex- pay him twenty something million a year, and they're gonna regret it. I don't think they have a choice though. I, I I wouldn't let Dak walk. I would. Personally, I would I would let him walk. I think we're in for a different Dak next year. You think so? Yeah, I think we're going to see Rookie of the Year Dak again. All right, we'll find out because that motherfucker loves to turn over the ball. Put it on the board. All right, we're putting it there because I – oh, yeah, I don't see it. And Eagles playoffs so pretty much go to shame. Yeah, they're two games behind. So anybody that's necessarily two games behind, I'm considering out with three games left. But I'd be surprised if – Dallas uh, lost out, and the Giants won out. 
Because then the Giants would make the playoffs. And then you know what that means, right? Another year of Eli Manning. No, Eli Manning wins the Super Bowl and retires. Yeah, they. Whenever the Giants are eight and eight in the playoffs, they win the Super Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, Dallas has Colts, Bucks, Giants. I think that's kind of a a sealed deal there for yeah. going against the Bucks. Especially with that defense. Yeah. So I don't. I don't see them losing their playoff spot. Leighton Vander. Dude, so good. Him and Jalen Smith just. It's one of my favorite combos. Just Wait. fucking studs. Next week, uh, let's let's talk about our top five favorite combos. Let's just put that plant the seed for that one. All right, plant the seed for that. Um, let's do offense and defense combos. Yeah. Yes. 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 Because I already I know I already know some offensive combos I love. Yeah. So it, I I'll gladly do that. And probably our worst game of the week: the Lions first Cardinals seventeen to three. Boring. Ah, oh, God. It, Stafford threw only 100 yards against the Cardinals. Zenner, fucking Whitey McGee. <laughs> Whitey McGee. <laughs> no, this game was just flat out fucking boring. I, Rosen is mad. Honestly, that's what I consider Ever- compared to the rest of them. He, which is crazy because at the beginning of the year, if you would ask me, I thought Rosen was the most solid quarterback. Most pro ready, yes. Yeah, and now I'm see it as like, eh, you're you're number five. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into our quarterback ratings at the end of this, but yeah, it. God damn it, fire! I know everyone's the first year, but this is disgusting to watch. For the the Cardinals. Yeah, you want to. Fire everybody? I want I want everyone gone. Like, just put this year, forget about it. Get someone that knows how to use a top three running back. Like, yeah, honestly, dude. Like, oh god, running backs have kind of sucked this year. Yeah, except the ones you don't expect. Fuck. Yeah, which is half the fucking Forty Nine er staff. Yeah. But now this game just sucked. I think I I. If I was a Lions fan, I would regret the Patricia signing. Oh yeah, that's another one. I I was even I was even about to say too that restart the Lions button too. Like Stafford should not be doing this bad. No, and as much as they didn't throw him the ball or set him up to have plays moving towards him, I'm gonna say this right now. Fuck them for kind of giving up on Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, well, yeah. The they kind of were giving up on him, and like Kenny Galladay's the guy, Golden Tate's the guy, and it shows. Without Marvin Jones Jr., who's a safety fucking blanket on the outside, because he catches damn near everything. He's big, long, fast, and they were kind of giving up on him. And you can see the decline because Galladay well, hasn't done shit since Marvin Jones Jr. has been hurt. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it, they actually had a pretty good like three-headed monster with Tate, but then they traded Tate too. So. Yeah. I, I don't get. I didn't get that trade either because Golden Tate loved it there, so I'm pretty sure they could have extended him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, blow it up. Like I don't. I don't care. Matthew Stafford should go to the goddamn Jaguars. How about that? let's do it? <laughs> blow let's everything do it that up. Way. Yep, blow the whole, everything. Yeah. Speaking of uh, 
teams that blew it up, but actually they had a huge upset today because, or yes, what, Sunday, two days ago, whatever. Whenever you listen to this, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, Carr is sticking to his word where he doesn't care about you fans wanting the number one pick as he upset the Pittsburgh Steelers 24-21. to 21. And you know what? Even if Big Ben was hurt, I'm not going to use that as an excuse because nope. you should have killed the Raiders. The Raiders' D sucks so bad. You should have destroyed them, and you didn't. And fucking Derek Carr takes a win. Takes, I love yeah. it. He is coming to play lately after he made that statement. Well, you got to back it up. You can't go out into the media. Talks about how your team is giving up on you and everything else and going, yeah, you don't care about draft picks. You're, you're in a win game. You got to come and show up to play. And here it is. Beating the Steelers. The Steelers have been struggling. Hard. <laughs> Ever since they blew out the Panthers. Dude, they can keep struggling because I, I personally don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. I love seeing uh, them lose. Well, also for the Ravens' sake, it helps too because we're practically fucking tied in the division. But they got the Patriots on Sunday. And then the they Saints. have the Saints. Yeah. I'll fucking take it. Mike Tomlin could be gone. If they don't make the playoffs. Yeah. I don't agree with it. I think there's other problems, but I think that might be where it's heading. I think they have GM problems, in my opinion. That's what I'm going to take it as. I think they have GM problems. Because they didn't pay Le'Veon? You didn't, play, you didn't pay Le'Veon, which doesn't make Juju happy, which doesn't make Antonio Brown happy. Like, he, you, like that's the... Biggest sense of your your whole it's, fucking offense. It's probably one of the saddest things I've seen is is that core of Big Ben, Le'Veon, James Conner, Juju, and Antonio Brown not going to the Super Bowl together. Honestly, because that that offense can't. No other offense could touch that if they with that offensive line. They yeah. can't be stopped. And Vance and Jesse James are good tight ends. Like, it's it's not even com- – you can't compare it to any other team. It's head and shoulders above every other team's offense. Oh, easily. And that's what blows my mind oh. is talent-wise, offensive play-calling-wise, they can beat anybody any given day. But they're so stuck up their own ass – with being, oh, we're the Steelers, instead of just going, hey, let's pay Juju. I mean, not play. Le'Veon. Hey, let's pay Le'Veon. Let's pay Le'Veon. When? Or like, hey, let's make everybody else happy. Let's figure out a way to make this all work. They're so stuck up there as to be in the Steelers that they didn't think about it, and now I'll cut them. It should be win over everything. If you have to pay Le'Veon five years, a ridiculous contract, just to get to the Super Bowl for one year, do it. Dude, if you had to just pay him a dick ton of money for just this year, do it. Winning over everything. I, I mean, I think Le'Veon more cared about the length, but. Well, he did, but my thing is, if you were willing to just go, hey, how about we up it another $4 million for just this year? Oh, yeah. I just, just to get it. you to play. He would be like, yeah, I'll do it this year. Let's let's go out. like, Or, or just go, hey. We can either make it incentivized that if I get hurt, yeah, something get yeah. 
do whatever it takes to get him on the field. Exactly. Because... Make it all guaranteed money. I don't give a shit. He needs to be on the field, and you also need to make Antonio Brown happy, which isn't hard to do, and make Juju happy, which isn't hard to do. Yeah, because I know two teams that would have done everything to get Le'Veon if they didn't already have running backs would have been the Bears and the Rams, who are two of the better teams in the NFL. Uh, this was all defense, the 15-6 to six Bears oh win. Oh, my and God. That's why I've been talking of the Bears all year, because I love that defense. Well, one, and also since it being a defensive game, guess who came out to fucking play? Jordan Howard. you damn right, Jordan Howard. Todd I told Gurley you. got fucking stuffed. Yeah, but I told you, Jordan Howard needs to be on a goddamn team where he's just a bell cow. Because he came out and was like, eh, fuck it, I'm going to run off everything. And they just used him, and they pounded him. Well, also, Trubisky, he was only back because they didn't want to lose. Hey, he doesn't look that good. He, I mean, he's dealing with a bad shoulder injury. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. He was. He only came back solely because he was like, yeah, we're not going to lose another. Mm-hmm. But he definitely should be still benched because he looked like shit. I'll give him, like, another two weeks of looking like shit to see how much that shoulder injury is, like, hurting him compared to, like, say, Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll see because he didn't look good. So I'll give him another two weeks of getting healthy. Because before that out. shoulder injury, he was on fire. Yeah, he looked good. So that's my thing. Is like I'll give him a few weeks to get healthier. But this game, he looked like shit. Um, Goff. Jared Goff looked like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, the Bears just shut down the Rams' defense. I mean, yeah. offense. They did. Like wholeheartedly just shut it all down. Oh. And I, I loved it. Rokron Smith, Kyle Fuller, Eddie Jackson, all had interceptions. Mac had a sack. It, I, I, we talked about that um, a couple weeks ago. I was like, if I was like, if the Bears defense could shut down the Rams, they could win that. And this was kind of yeah. a sample of what we could see in the playoffs. And it helped because the Bears were talking mad spicy. Leading up to the week, I'm saying, like, oh, how how can we beat the best team in the NFC? Oh, we are the best team in the NFC. And I was like, ooh, a little well, spicy there. Yeah. And then I, they came on the show. Goff, I mean, one of the worries about Goff was Kenny playing the cold and freezing yeah, shoulder field. It's hard. It's fucking cold. I, I mean, I kind of looked at this game as a trap game for the Rams. Did you? I, I can never see a Sunday night game being a trap game. I just think going into the Bears when it's that cold, it I didn't have the highest hopes of this game. Yeah. But, like, who's the Rams have left? The Rams have... I think they have the Niners. And maybe the Seahawks? No, they played the Seahawks twice already. Yeah. So they the Eagles, have... Cardinals, yeah, they're, they're fine. Yeah, that... That's what the beauty of their division is. I definitely think um, what's coming to L.A. next week, we'll see the usual Jared Goff. Yeah, the only downside is, like, they're going to get home field advantage. Yeah. And that yeah. helps them. But, oh, well, the Super Bowl's played in the warm, too. Never mind. All right. There, there's mine. They got a chance. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl's in Atlanta, so they got a chance. Uh, I don't want to talk about this next game either, but we have to. Not because 
I don't like the Seahawks. It was just Kirk Cousins at 24 yards at the end of the first half is why. <laughs> this game was flat out just bad and very defense top heavy. Mm-hmm. Wilson only had 72 yards and a pick. Yeah. But he, he showed good rushing. But yeah, it, it was just. I also, for the first time ever, on that pick, I saw the worst play I've ever seen Russell Wilson make. I have yet to see Russell Wilson make a bad play that I thought was like, that was an ugly play. Like, we've seen him make bad plays, bad decisions at times, but the play he made for the interception, I thought was just a bad, ugly play, and I've never seen it from him before. He's like running around, running around, and he just fucking kind of like flung it out to the side without looking, way underthrew it, and it got picked off, and I was just like, that was an ugly play by a quarterback who I don't think really makes ugly plays. Yeah, and let's also not forget that Keatum took this team uh, thirteen and three, and Cousins is the king of eight and eight. Dude, like most of his fucking stats are garbage time stats. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, because he had twenty four fuckers. Dude, that touchdown was garbage time touchdown. And he had what's crazy is he has one of the best. All right, see, we're still going on duels, but dude, he has one of the best goddamn wide receiver duels. Mm-hmm. And he, how are you not putting up numbers? And that's why I think they fired the offensive coordinator. I, I, I think what? some of it goes on Cousins, but that's why they fired him. What was crazy is everyone at the the start of the season was like. The Vikings have this up-and-coming guy that's probably going to be a head coach. And through the first six weeks, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to be a head coach, John Filippo, whatever his name is. Yeah. And now he's out of a job. Like, Yeah, it's not good. And I know that there were a couple teams that were, like, saying, like, they were scouting on him. Mm-hmm. But now I'll, I'll be surprised if he gets signed. I bet he's going to go back to the Eagles and probably be their offensive corner because they are in desperate need of one. Oh, my fucking God. Because I think he was so their bad. quarterback coach last year. God, yeah, let him go out and make like, or, some plays. Or go to the Colts. Fuck the Eagles. <laughs> yes. Hook up with Frank Wright. Well, that finished up the recap. Do you want to do power rankings or rookie rankings? Let's first? do rookie rankings first. Okay, so top five quarterback rookies. All right, QBs, I'm going to go. Yeah, shoot me in the face for this because I never thought it would come to this day, but Baker's one. Yes. Yeah, fuck off. (laughs) Uh, I got Lamar two, Josh Allen three, uh, Darnold four, and uh, Rosen's five, which – Man, I thought I'd never say Rosen was five. See, I, I mean, ours are pretty similar. I would, I would put Baker. Um, I, ah, see, I'm, from what I'm given, I put Lamar at two, mm-hmm. but Josh, I, it's like two A, two B for me with Josh Allen and Lamar. Yeah, I think, can see why. They're, they're similar. And I Lamar has more talent around him, but I was like, God, it just what if Josh was on the Ravens? Like, yeah, 
like because it's like one of it's like different but same same yeah, same thing but, but different. different. Dude, that's but, what they're. I so I get the the two A and two B kind of. Yeah, I get it. So like, I'm not even gonna have a three. And Darnold is four, because <laughs> to me, Rosen and Darnold seems so much lower on the totem pole compared to Allen and Lamar. Even I think so too. Like I didn't think that Rosen would fall nearly this far. I thought Rosen would like you still be like, hey. It, has potential, and he only has little flashes. Unlike him and uh, Darnold, only have little flashes. While Allen, Lamar, and Baker, it's like, oh shit, they might have something here. Yeah. So I understand that ranking because I think so too. Like, I think that Lamar and like Josh Allen clearly has running ability that we weren't ready for. No. But Lamar Jackson, like, we he saw has, it a little bit in college, but, like, dude, he flicks that motherfucker So I was about to say, he, he has better zip on it than I was expecting. Oh, my God. I, like, he just flicks it. Like, there was one play, uh, he, threw, like, threw it sidearm. And I was like, what the fuck was that? I remember his uh, his first game he played, I was watching. It's like, fuck, God, the motherfucker got zip on that Dude, he throws the ball well. So, and I think Baker's definitely won. Um, he's gotten more time consistently. I I think as much if the new head, I I I, I kind of want them to try his coaching staff for another year. I don't like the idea of them getting rid of Freddie Kitchens. They might. I know, and I think that'd be a huge mistake. That Freddie Kitchens clearly has connection with Baker, and. I think they need to keep him. We'll see what they decide to do. I'm very curious mm-hmm. on what the Browns are going to do for the offseason. But, yeah, like, five, seven, and one isn't bad. But how this is also the third season in a row we both thought they would win at least five games. Yeah. So, hell, last year I think we both thought they would go eight and eight. I, I, that, I like that team a lot. Yeah, I did too. So, Hell, like, if for those of you that don't know, I had a bet at the beginning of the season that Kaiser was going to outplay uh, Deshaun Watson. Watson. <laughs> the worst fucking bet you've ever made against me. Yeah, it was, Because, uh, boy, did that blow up in your face. It did, and I, I owned up to it after week six. I was like, yeah, I Yeah, didn't even concede. finish the season. <laughs> didn't even finish it until uh, Deshaun Watson got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you just called it then. It was just like, yeah, I'm done. <sighs> I was like, I love their offensive line. They got a good quarterback, uh, Josh Gordon, and Joku. That defense out. Oh, and it don't even win a game. You do nothing. Oh god, that team was so disappointing last year. So, top five running back rookies. Obviously, Saquon's the clear cut number one, but it gets. I think it gets a little. It does. It does because of the, the games played. Um, also, like, injuries have been involved. So I'm going to go – Saquon has to be one. Like, we all know that because he's could, pretty could much, we do He's top, winning rookie of the year. Yeah, can we do no, – no doubt about it. Can we do top six just because it's so obvious Saquon's one? Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'll do – why am I losing I, his name? Patriots I, running back. Oh, Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Um, carry on. 
Um, Philip Lindsay. Actually, Philip Lindsay, then carry on. Okay. And then I'll go with. Shit, never mind. God damn it. Philip Lindsay, <laughs> Chubb. Um. Yeah, Philip Lindsay, Chubb, carry on. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. So, mm-hmm. Sony Michelle, um, Philip Lindsay, Bradley Chubb, not Bradley Chubb, uh, Nick, Nick Chubb, um, Carry On, and then Penny. Okay. I'd probably, uh, yeah, obviously Saquon number one. I'd probably put Philip at two. Okay. Nick Chubb, three. Sony, four. And. Carry on five and number six, I think. Who would you say your six was? Penny. Penny. Uh, See, I was thinking (laughs) Penny too, but I just... He's starting to pick it up. I like Naheem Hines a little better. Yeah, that's not a bad one either. Mm -hmm. I think Penny, because they're starting to use him. But I wouldn't Sony Michelle over, say, like, um, Chubb or anybody else because you know how hard it is to be a consistent running back under Bill Belichick? Oh, yeah. I think that's extremely tough. And he can catch. Yeah, so with that with that being said, it's just that's why I went with him because it's like, dude, he's kind of fighting every week for his job's sake. Mm-hmm. And fighting every week for his job's sake, and under Bill Belichick, who still has Tom Brady, who's still going to pass the ball 40 times a game. I, I like his numbers. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's really a need to do wide receiver just because it's not. It's, it's not many of them, and they're sucking. Yeah, but we'll do defensive next week. I, I can do defense next week because, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to tell you now, I don't know if Bradley Chubb's in. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. He might break Von Miller's sack record. I know, but uh, if so, he's like five. Cause I, do I love me some Dante Jackson? I think he's been playing fucking nuts. Okay, okay, you can talk about that. Yeah. Next week. All right. Okay. 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 Let's uh, let's power rankings real quick. Top five. Top five. All right. Um, my number one, same as last week. Since they won this week, I'm gonna stay with the Saints. Um. Number two, we'll go with Chargers. Fuck what you say. Uh, <laughs> You're going to be surprised to put them at number two, too. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, number three, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Number four, Rams. And number five, Bears. I am going to go with number one, Chiefs. Just, I think that they surprised me that they still can put up this many points without Hunt in there, and Spencer Ward's taking it better than I thought he was going to. Um, they didn't put up that many points. They, they stay consistent. <laughs> Chargers. <laughs> I'm going to put Chargers at three. Or two, I mean, sorry. I'm going to bump up the Bears to three. Saints, four. I feel like the offense is not the last couple of weeks been uh been performing and Rams at five. Yeah. Alright, that's not bad. You know our power ranking is gonna shift like a motherfucker this week, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I do. Chargers play the Chiefs. Yep. Yeah. That's why they're they're one two for me. It's fucking Thursday. Yeah, it's gonna be a great game. So, for the love of God, I actually hope this is a really good game compared to most Thursday night games. I actually have a little faith in this one. Who are some of your coaches on the hot seat? I mean, I think Marvin Lewis is a given. He's a given. Uh, Jets coach? Tom Bowles. I think Tom Bowles. Even after this one, I think so. We talked about the... The Cardinals is probably on fire. I think, I think the Falcons seat is on fire. Oh, fuck it. Who's that? Uh, Quinn. Dan Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, cool. Kyle Shanahan was the reason they were oh, playing. Definitely. And as much as I know, it's his first year, but Patricia's got to go. It, it it he leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It's leaving a very bad taste in my mouth. Like Matthew Stafford is good. I don't care what anybody tries to fight me on. He's this be- so good. He's better than what the fuck it's showing now. I thought it was bullshit they fired Jim Caldwell, who was yeah. actually starting to build something good it's, there. Exactly. So that's why I'm going to go off of, yeah, Patricia's got to go. Mm-hmm. It was good while it lasted. It won't be the first Patriots guy that got hired for a year and fucking fired. Let I, why do so many teams try to replicate the Belichick defense? I don't know. Like, I it's don't like, get it. It's like the, the multi-3-4 th- where it's it's like a – I don't know how to describe it. The DNs are more like – they're not 3-4 DNs, but they're not 4-3 DNs. It's, they're very mobile, like Jamie Collins. Like they're, they're extremely mobile DNs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My thing is this. Why don't teams, especially with most personnel that gets drafted now – why don't most teams fucking run cover two like goddamn Lovey? <laughs> God damn it. I miss me some Lovey Smith. Because she's fucking Christ. If you think about everything that gets drafted, like how people get drafted, how corners are getting come, how are coming out and they're number one corners, a cover two would clearly fucking solve all of this. God damn Especially it. with the, like a lot of teams just running the slant raid. Mm-hmm. You're covered. You're covering every bit of ground on the field. You just have to trust that your safeties don't get beat deep. Yeah. And, you know, last topic I want to talk about. This is something I've been getting um, pretty tired of just seeing articles and on TV. Is is headhunting, I think it is, for quarterbacks. Like, whenever a quarterback has a bad game, it's like... I saw, like, oh, Goff's back to his rookie ways. It's like, Whoa. Goff has been a borderline MVP candidate all year. He goes up against the Bears in cold weather. He has a terrible game, don't get me wrong, but it's not like this is, like, how he's going to play from here on out. Yeah. I I think it's crazy that people do that. And it's like... um With Trubisky, too, it's yeah. like, oh, this is the rookie we saw last year. It's like... Dude, there's six touchdowns one game. It's like, like he still has a shoulder injury. Like that's why I said I'm gonna give him a few games. I I'm not gonna yeah. say he did he played great. He did play like dog shit. But you have to be able to be. Hey, I'll give him a few more games. What, what's so crazy about this too? It's like it's the quarterbacks that um that had a bad rookie year, like um Goff and Trubisky. 
and two or seven. I know. So I'm just gonna use those two as an example right now. Those are the best examples to use because yeah, one's had a better. But year, so. Like Aaron Rodgers has been having a down year, and no one's batting an eye, but they'll attack Cam Goff. Yeah. And... They don't attack anybody that has accuracy issues at at times too. Yeah, like no one's going after Matt Ryan. No, and they should, cause fuck, he played like shit against no Green Bay. Against, who the fuck plays like shit against Green Bay? No, no one's attacking Cousins even. Like they're attacking in Trubisky and Goff. It's after just having one bad game. Yeah. No one's saying shit about Keenum. Like no one's saying shit about like Tannehill. Mariota or. Yeah, oh my God! Listen, I have everything. To I know about Mariota. <laughs> I, I know, but like, no one's saying shit about Bortles. Yeah, Trubisky and Goff have two bad games. It's like the fucking headlines are blowing up over it. Yeah, it it is pretty fucking nuts. So I agree with that. There, but that's just have you know that's just reporting now. I know it's, it's a lot of head hunting for jobs. Yeah, here is the the top week on ESPN. Week 14's best and worst quarterback. Rookie version of Goss shows up. Like, what the fuck? How about uh, 13 weeks of Goff playing at an MVP level? Never seen that article. Or how about the Bears defense is just that goddamn good? Yeah. So, Jeez. That's just something frustrating. I've noticed this week i bet um well we'll move on to what's happened so far in the winter meetings we still have uh two days left of the winter meetings uh Mm -hmm. for baseball so so far we got we got mccutcheon yep signed with the phillies yep signed with the phillies so i'm curious if the phillies are still going to go after bryce harper now um That'll be a strange one. We'll see how that plays out because they paid three years, $50 million for McCutcheon. Um, you have the Blue Jays releasing Troy Tulowitzki. Too low. Hey, too low. I'm sad. Um, you, also, <laughs> you also have uh, the White Sox picked up um, Ivan Nova from the Pirates, which Ivan Nova used to be the starting pitcher for the Yankees. Now he's with the Sox. Um you had Otavino, who's a reliever for the goddamn Rockies, come out and said he would strike out Babe Ruth every fucking time. Yeah, I saw that. Whoa there, guy. And then also, uh, last but not least, we have Buzz that the Mets might be doing a three, three-way trade, and they will be receiving JT Realmuto, who's one of the best catchers in the game, but also giving away Noah Syndergaard who's the be- one of the best pitchers in the game. I don't get filling a hole to make a hole, but... Where would they send... Would Noah go to the, the Yankees? Yankees? The goddamn Yankees. No, they do not deserve to get him. <laughs> no, like, I would take less so the Yankees doesn't get poor. <laughs> yeah, you should not give... The- no, the Yankees should not get him. But... Especially, you're New York. Don't <laughs> help New York. <laughs> right? But... Um, I did see somewhere that uh, Miguel Anduar, who was the second runner-up for um, Rookie of the Year, 
he might be involved in that trade too to go to the Mets. So I that makes a little sense more if they can get him. But that's more of what we've seen so far. There's a lot to come. But we'll see how that works. Also, uh, can, I, can I throw my two cents? Go for it. Yeah, I think he could strike out Babe Ruth. <laughs> but I also think borderline any triple A fucking player could strike out Babe Ruth. If we're talking about Babe Ruth back in the day versus uh, an MLB pitcher of today who could throw it 102 fucking miles an hour, yeah, Babe Ruth better take that goddamn cigar out of his mouth. Well, <laughs> that, yes, but at the same time... I'm not going to say that you would strike out Babe Ruth every time. Like, guys were still throwing in the 90s, upper 90s. They just didn't know how to calculate it at the time. Yeah, well. Like, a fastball's <laughs> always been a fastball. So, I, that's the difference there. What about like, a slider? Sliders have not been sliders. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the game has changed. But I can't say that I think anybody could strike out Babe Ruth every time. I think you could strike him out. Everybody can be struck out. That's why baseball is the only game where you can go three for ten and have a good day. I I still put my money on Babe Ruth getting struck out more by plate. Yeah, MLB players of today than back in the day. I like this a bit because I want you to realize, Dusty. Like ballparks were bigger back then. I I, I get it, and that but man I, has seven hundred home runs. I'm also the same person that when it's like, oh, yeah, these NBA players from back in the day could beat these players today. It's like, I don't think they could. <laughs> well, uh, see, God damn it, because I'm going to I want to play devil's advocate so bad because some of it I agree with and some of it I don't. For baseball, I think the development of a curveball, like how these things like spin rates and how they move now, like Clint Kershaw's fucking curveball is damn near unseeable. But... I'm not going to knock a guy that can hit a fastball and hit 755 home runs. But I also will say this, in the rules of basketball, hand-checking was a goddamn real thing, and nobody touches LeBron at the goddamn three-point line. So he just has to drive his 285-pound body through. I need to know what rules are talking about. And I don't know. I think uh, the modern day could beat any pass team in basketball because all they do is shoot threes nowadays, and that was kind of forsaken art. 20 years ago. Very true. I do agree with that. I do think the Warriors could beat the Bulls solely on today's rules. I think the Warriors could beat the Bulls solely because the Warriors are better three-point shooters overall. I just, I fucking hate, like, NFL's top list. Number one player, this guy from the 1940s. It's like, they ran the fucking wishbone back then. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some, give me some something with a little more spread. No, I agree. Yeah. That's why I think like more of the greatest of all time mostly start like when you get to wide receivers. Like if it's bef- like if it was if it was the years before Jerry Rice, fuck off. Oh, I think like wide receivers is a different story because they had a corner fucking hitting them. As yeah, that's true too. But like quarterbacks, Johnny Unitas, kiss my ass, man. Like yeah. I, I don't believe it. Like you, that man probably threw the ball fifteen times a game. Nah, I'm good. See, I hate that shit. It's like, oh, this was the best running back of uh, all time in the 1950s. Like, yeah, put him up against Ray Lewis. See what happens. 
Death normally happens, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just, to fuck around with. That's just my two cents about that. We could get more into that at a different podcast. Yes, we can, because, oh, my God, I love playing the devil's advocate, although I agree with some of these things. I do love playing the devil's advocate. Well, thank you all for joining us this week. That's, 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 that's... God damn it, he can't speak English. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. We appreciate you. Have a good night. Bye.